Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com, and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey, this is KJ, and I have a question for you. When was the last time you got something nice for yourself? (laughs) That's what I thought. So why not visit www.theblurredsyndicate.com and get something that will help you express who you really are. They've got shirts, mugs, purses, mouse pads, and even aprons for the grillers of the family. So if you're a fan of anime, pro wrestling, or hell, even the Golden Girls, the Blurred Syndicate has got you covered. Also, if you use the code LLC20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. So what are you waiting on? I got mine. Come get yours. And remember to join the BS. Hi, guys. It's Mr. I'm Just Being Honest, host of the Truth Serum Podcast, podcast for the people. You can find me on Spotify, Anchor, and Buzzsprout. More networks coming soon. Happy listening. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat, the self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keep it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like vultures. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. Well, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s and pounds of dope and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah it's great like that still haven't worked on an intro <laughs> for what we've been doing and this is the third time uh it be like that yeah you know what i'm saying so uh welcome 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 back it is let's talk about it you know what i'm saying myself kb the kid the spectacular kid that is chilling in jam jams on a thursday i'm jealous yes. as fuck you should be because these jammies are comfortable oh, my nigga. and it's uh, my second favorite ninja turtle too I can't even tell which Ninja Turtle is. That's because everything is all red, but this is Ralph. Oh, I mm, I can see why that's your spirit animal. Yeah, I can see why. Like Leo is my favorite, but if we're if we're being adults, he's my favorite because my favorite color is blue. Like uh, that's it's not for any other reason. It's real childish. You don't relate to him any other I'm way. I'm definitely more of a Ralph, hot tempered, mm. like not the new Ralph because the new Ralph they made him the oldest. I'm yeah. the old Ralph that we grew up with. Hot tempered and ready to go. Right. Right. The guy with the murder weapons. Um, uh, you know, 
Uh, I, I more identify with Donatello uh, simply because I like simplistic things. I've always liked the fact that, you know, I could be walking somewhere and my stick just look like a walking stick. You know what I'm saying? You might be like, oh, this nigga just walking. He ain't got a bona fide weapon that he can kill people with. You know what I'm saying? Also, you are very, like, smart. And you seem uh-huh. like somebody, like, if I gave you a computer to fidget with, you may not know how to take it apart and put it together, but you're going to take it apart and put it together. Like, you strike me as that guy. It. So that makes sense. That's been the cause of me getting in trouble a whole lot as a kid. So you got me. It. You got me. My dog has been quiet this whole time, and now he wants to start talking. Look, it's it happens every single time. Uh, your dog does not appreciate you taking attention away from him. Uh, he's not them. even in here with me. He's up front with my roommate. What mm. I'm betting happened is my roommate wasn't paying attention to him. Mm. Attentions. You know, Listen, I got Oh, see, you got dogs that just burst in your room, which I find hilarious. <laughs> All right, then. So, okay. You feel me? You feel yeah. me? So I feel yeah. you. You feel me. Man, this dog is... This dog has destroyed so much stuff. Uh, my favorite blanket is gone. Two pairs of shoes are gone. Uh, my favorite sweats are gone. Like she just likes chewing on my shit. Just, just. So, in her defense, one, she's like acclimating to you and being in your space. Mm-hmm. And the other side is that if she is a high energy dog, that's kind of yes. a sign that they're not getting enough exercise. You got because Eros is like that. Like on the, I've noticed the weeks that we like walk him and get him out, Gucci. The weeks mm-hmm. that we don't, however, I need to remove everything that is level with his face because he's going to eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't really do like shoes and stuff like that, but like I have lost mail that I'm hoping wasn't important. Um, he got a hold of a whole stack of post-it notes. He almost got a hold of a book that I had, but I caught him like as I was coming out of my room, he was getting ready to chew on the corner. Mm. And he took the book off the table. So I was like, Oh, I'm gonna fight you. Right. As you should. But it was my fault because again, gotta get him out, gotta let him exercise. You know what? You're right, because the instant I take her ass to the dog park, she get back in the house and passes out. Like lays down on the cold section of the kitchen floor and doesn't move for at least like two hours. Yeah. If you can like get her out on like real walks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with y'all schedule, it may not be the easiest thing to do, but you want to try to at least get her like half a mile. A mile would okay. be better, mile to two miles is better, especially because she's a rot, so she's gonna have like hip and joint issues. Mm-hmm. So you wanna get her out and get her walking. Okay. Well, that that give me an excuse to walk with her every day, so I can do that. Yeah, if you if you that. start doing that, you'll notice a lot of her behavior will start to change. Okay, park every day. Yeah. This is what it is. I bet. See, look at us being constructive before we talk our shit. I love it. Black people helping black people. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of black people, I heard you got a story for me. I do, I do, and it's sad, but it's the norm. Mm. So even sadder. Let me get comfortable. Yeah. So here go what happened. All right. For those unaware, the Black Panther World premiere took place last night, like over the weekend type. Not weekend. Weekend's coming up, but it took place. Okay. 
um, they invited a lot of content creators to this premiere, especially through TikTok, because on TikTok, you'll see a lot of people putting out Marvel content. Uh, they're making like skits, they're doing short stories, cosplay, all this stuff. And it's dope. It's dope to see creative people get their due, right? Okay. The problem that showed up is that there were black men in the space, which is great. Not a whole lot, but enough. There were white men in the space. There were white women in the space. But guess who's missing? Oh, God. Black Yeah. Women. Some people are going to look at that and say, look, you know, it happens. Here's how you know that Marvel and Disney are aware of the fact that what they did was a slight. Because literally content creators got called three hours before the premiere started to see if they could make it to the premiere. All of them were wow. black women. They called them last minute. One of which wow. was about she she literally had three hours to get dressed to go to a premiere, a massive premiere, three hours to find somebody to do her hair, do her nails, get the outfit. And she was like, you know, lucky enough, she has a closet where it's like just in case type stuff. Mm -hmm. She was like, you know, I threw on a ponytail because my hair was not ready. She had to hide her nails because she didn't have anybody to get the nails done. She was like, I can't be out here looking busted. And she had an hour to do that because it was two hours to get to the location. Jesus. Facts. It was a scramble. But where the real big problem came in is that one content creator who has been busting her ass making content has gained a huge following. Marvel has shared some of her skits on their stuff on TikTok. Wow. Did not invite her at all. And she spoke about how that hurt her and how she felt some type of way and how that can be discouraging to people, especially if you use TikTok and you're a black content creator or a person of color content creator. You know that algorithm does not play fair. It doesn't. TikTok has openly admitted that there's a problem and they have played the we don't know how to fix it, but we're going to fix it cards for mm -hmm. years, actually. So she gets on, she speaks about it. Another well-known content creator, black fan. She never called this man by name, did not single him out. She was just saying how she felt that when you reach out to these other content creators for collab opportunities, for help and resource sharing and pulling, how they kind of will ignore Black women, but will bend over backwards to help promote white men and white women because they mm -hmm. feel that they can pull off of their engagement and boost their own in the process. So she was like, that's cool if that's your game and that's how you're trying to level up. But why would you not help people who go through the same struggle as you? So that brought me to, you know, should should people have to do that in the first place? Like, should, should we be looking at people to say, hey, you got your foot in the door now, help me? Like, is that a thing that we should be, you know, holding people to a standard of? But also, if you're not going to do that do you have a right to be offended when someone says that you aren't because that was his thing she never called him out by name mm -hmm. and to be honest with you i didn't even think she was talking about him until he made it about him because mm. he stitched her video of her being, you know, just saying, hey, like some of us are real sad. Some of us are crying into our blankets right now because we put a lot of work into this, trying to get into this premiere. 
and you use my content, but you don't let me reap the benefits of you using my content. So then he goes through, he makes his own video about how, you know, hey, if I had more power, everyone would be there. But it could have been as simple as you asking, hey, where is this creator? Hey, have you guys checked out this creator? It could have been that simple. He mm -hmm. has enough of a following that if he had done that, logistically, she could have actually showed up because of him. That's that's how good his following is. But he did not do these things. And he's in his video, he goes, she's right. Black women don't get treated fair. But look at all the work that I do on my own. And that's where the rest of his video went. And it went into kind of like at the end, he was just like, you know, this ain't my fault. But she never said it was your fault. She didn't call you by name. Get dog a holler. Um, I feel where you're coming from. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm torn on this topic. Reason being, one, I agree that it would have been very nice of him to use this platform to help out someone else. However, he's not required to, unfortunately. You know, um, and I don't think just because he doesn't, doesn't in, uh, give this aura of malice, should I say. Some people, although they appear, they appear confident and appear as if they are one of the, the forefronts of, you know, if this isn't going on, I'm going to say something, I'm going to do this. Not everybody is as heroic as that. Some people will take what is handed to them and they'll say, oh, thank you so much. And they'll move on. And that's it. A lot of people don't have the foresight or the, the balls. I hate to say it that way to be like, yo, what about my sister? Because they feel like what will happen is they'll be like, oh, you don't appreciate this. I'm going to give this to somebody else because I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen. Sometimes we depend so much on something that we aren't exactly willing to put it on the line for another person we may not know. And I've seen that happen with black people a lot. Um, myself, I'm going to be completely frank. I'm going to put myself on the, the front fire of this. Um, I was in a position where a friend of mine and I were both at a temp service trying to get this position at this particular hospital, right? Now, we both worked hard. We both did our, our own things. Um, we did have a falling out in the midst of that. In the midst of the year, we had a falling out. So we started doing our own things independently. I was offered a job. Now, when they gave me the job, did I say, hey, what about my guy over here? I did not. The reason being is because I don't know I didn't know what that would entail because the way the job was offered to me, was it like, Hey, I'm the supervisor. You want a job? No, it was, I got pulled to the side in an unofficial meeting. It was like, yo, we want you here. Apply here. The interview is going to be bullshit. The interview will be a placeholders interview. It was so unofficial and so quiet and under the rug. I'm going to be honest with you. I was more concerned about my well-being. And it, it, it can come off selfish, but I feel like not all situations where you're looking out for self first 
is quite bad. Uh, I do think this, though. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Follow me on this. I personally feel like, KB, if there was an opportunity that was poorly, poorly arranged, and I found out that I can get you in, but it's going to be one of the most inopportune moments for you, I am not going to present that opportunity to you. Because one, I don't want to give you an option where it feels like a life or death situation for your content, but also it could portray you in a poor light with other people. Even though it's unfairly presented to you, I will not put you in a position where you could come off looking a certain type of way. If that makes sense. No, and I and I think that's 100% valid. And I think the, the other piece that I left off was a point that she brought up, which was okay. she was saying that it's funny because there are certain situations in which people benefit from things to only turn around and then shun other people trying to benefit from those things. Because mm. one of the things she brought up was like some of the people that were there the reason that they were there was kind of like it, it ended up being a situation in which you know you said hey this is real real racist behavior and these big companies noticed that you were being treated wrong because you spoke up about it mm. and they said hey we're gonna make it right and we're gonna invite you to this but she's saying but when you notice it happening to other people you keep your mouth shut you only care about problems when those problems are your problems when they're not your problems you turn your back on the whole situation and she was kind of you know frustrated with that and to your point like you said when when your position in something is kind of precarious you're not wanting to rock the boat and i get that Mm. And I don't think that people should automatically be responsible for helping you get off the ground and get traction and things like that. But I think that if you are going to take your platform and build your platform off of the work and the knowledge that people are going to support you because of your niche, like in all honesty, you know, as black content creators, we know who our audience is for the most part, right? right. So we are built, yes, we're doing the work. We're going through, we're writing the skits, we're writing the songs, you know, we're, we're putting together the pieces of everything. We're doing the editing, chopping it up, all of that. We're doing that work, but it takes our audience to propel us to where we want to go. We need that. Agreed. So to then turn around and shun that, to turn around and act like these things that are happening aren't happening is a whole nother thing and a bigger part of the problem. So for me personally, you know, don't call on me because let's make no mistake. A lot of stuff that moves and shakes is because black women move it. Period. <laughs> when black women get involved, shit moves. That is a fact. You can argue with your mama. It's a fact. The minute the black women say we've had enough and we move, shit moves. But don't turn your back on me after I help move your shit. I agree. I understand and, that. And that's kind of what was happening here. And so, but it's like to your point, you know, no, I if it's a shoddy thing, you know, of course not. You because you set me up to look bad. Now I'm looking at you like, bro. What'd you bring me into? What did you do? Right, right. Now, 
I will say this because I think we know each other well enough by now to where if I'm looking at a situation, I'm like, this situation looks real, real bad. But you know who I think could capitalize off of how bad this looks? Not only save this, but pull it together and we can present it as this man saving you. I would speak to you about it. I wouldn't mm -hmm. just go to them and, hey, you know who, who could help make this look good? Jeremy, I'm going to come to you. Right. Yeah. This is a mess. But with your vision and organizational skills and the way that I'm able to maneuver certain things around the board, how would you feel about taking control of this and revamping it? And then I'm going to let you tell me yes or no. I'm going to give you the information to what's going on. Right. Because while I appreciate your approach, to your knowledge, this is simply a bad situation and you're not going to take me down with the ship. And I appreciate that. But you may not know I have the ability to not only patch this up, but make it so that other people's ships want to run like this. Don't make the decision for you. Exactly. Don't don't take it out of my hands. Give Respect. me the information and let me make that choice. Respect. Okay. Yeah. I like that because, point. Good shit. Because you know, I could look at that and be like, oh, you right. I, mm -mm, no, no, baby, no. <laughs> but let, let me tell you no, because I'm making the choice. Okay. I, I, I understand that point. I've heard in various other scenarios, um, and, and I have friends who tell me this as well. Um, those are break it deals, you know, in the make it or break it uh, when it comes to their relationships. When someone takes the choice out of their hand, it makes a decision for them. That's, you know, a drastic one. So I, I respect that. I respect that. I just pray that um, the two parties who are involved, perhaps they can come to some kind of terms uh, because I know it's very awkward when dealing with people, especially people you don't know, especially people you don't know who are content creators with varying levels of uh, fame, you know? Uh, so I, I honestly hope not even for the sake of the community, but for the sake of two people, a black man and a black woman who do the same thing. I hope they're able to discuss and have the conversation like we had and, and come to a conclusion um, for growth, honestly. Yeah. And my, my overall hope for this is it honestly lies with Disney and Marvel because literally that's what happened is people saw what was going on Mm -hmm. And they started tagging Disney and Marvel like, hey, what are y'all doing that you have people with smaller accounts, smaller engagement here, but you don't have the people who really are pushing and making sure that people have all eyes on this type of stuff. Like, what's up? You got blue-eyed, blonde-haired mm -hmm. Becky over here who does not care about this project. But you don't have Dominique who cares about this project. Like, let's talk right. about it. And so a lot of people started putting pressure on them, which is how Marvel started making calls like, yo, we messed up. Can you get here? We would love to have you. And I mean, like a win is a win. Like that's still big, but that's a lot of pressure to ask me to pull off getting somewhere in three hours and making sure that I don't fall flat on my face at this thing. You put me in a bad position. So my hope is that going forward with these projects, 
that you know if disney and marvel say that they own their shit and that they care about marginalized communities make it right and going forward let's see us start showing up in these events let's see us start showing up in these projects that's that's and it's so cringe that it happened at black panther that's the that's the other part of it like you know exactly like if you were going to do any other premiere right the conversation isn't as bad it should be because right. we still deserve to be there but to do that in the face of something that i know you understand the global impact of because mm-hmm. of how you promoted the first one and how you reacted to us reacting to the first one you knew what you were doing so going forward let's not do this again 100 man very well said hopefully uh well i ain't no hopefully <sighs> Disney has to do a lot of cleanup for that because that's that's going to be everywhere. That's going to be everywhere. Um, Goddamn Black Panther is like in two weeks. So speaking of that, um, I'm thinking, yeah, Black Adam would have been a better situation for that type of shit to happen at. Yeah, I was trying to say like if Black Adam would have had the same type of situation, nah, Black Adam, it it wouldn't have been as bad because, you know, yeah. Right. Anywho, now, uh, since we're doing situation, because to those of you who are listening, typically our regular format is we both pick three topics. We pick one from each person's side and we flip a coin for the third. Eh, shit didn't happen like that this week. (laughs) Um, So we got two topics and we probably just going to talk for the, the ending part. Now, my topic, KB has heard of, but not heard fully. So I'm going to explain the full story and uh, I'm going to summarize as best I can. So Bayonetta is a, uh, a niche uh, video game by Platinum Games. Uh, it features a witch who does this crazy combat. It's like Devil May Cry, but with witches. And it's, it's over the top, zany, fanta- like fantastic. It's dope. I love it. I love Bayonetta. So the third one, coming out now there's been controversy because the voice actress uh i can't remember her name i think is is it cynthia hill i can't remember but anyway the voice actress called for a boycott now the reason she was called for a boycott is because she did not reprise her role as bayonetta in the third part and her reason is because they tried to lowball her now she said, and this this is documented. Y'all can go to her Twitter and find all this shit. But again, I'm paraphrased. She said that Platinum offered her $4,000 to reprise the role. When she said that doesn't even cover rent and utilities and to live and boo, boo, boo. She said that was an insult. You know, she was basically rallying voice actors to support her because the overall conversation is voice actors aren't seen as actual actors. So I could, I could see how she can feel that way. I can, I, I, I was with her. I was like, yo, take them down, you know, but then as time progressed, uh, platinum platinum games said they couldn't speak on it because of NDAs, but as time progressed, they slowly found out bits and pieces of information through the media. So what actually was the truth was that they were offering 
uh, the young lady who voiced Bayonetta, $4,000 per recording session. There would have been a minimum, a minimum of four recording sessions. Now, the contract uh, was for three, well, four, a minimum of four three-hour sessions. And if for any reason there was like a technical issue and they needed to add another session, or if a session got cut short, her contract stated that she would still get paid the 4000 whether she did three hours or 10 minutes, 4000 per session. So it wasn't that she was lowball. It was that she wanted more money. She wanted residual rights to the video game. Uh, she wanted a stake in the company. Yeah, these were demands that she was sending them, but they denied. And when Platinum denied, she went and tried to cause a boycott. So she was using misinformation in the media to try and get them to basically uh, concede to her demands. Now, when they, you know, said, uh, no, thank you, we'll go with a different voice actress. She then went to her voice actress guild or voice actors guild or whatever, the actors guild. And said it's a shame pretty much when someone uh, undercuts you for a role. There's no real, you know, support. She basically was crying, you know, victim. And in actuality, it just seems like you were asking for a lot. They said no. And you tried to weaponize the media. I just want to know, what are your thoughts in this? Oh, my God. You're right. I didn't get that far. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, literally all I heard was that they, they were lowballing her and that, you know, she was like, this cannot slide. And I I was team hurt, especially because I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I was looking at it as four grand over the course of the whole game. And I'm like, yo, how much are the other people? Because is she the only one that talks? Like, how much is everybody <laughs> else making in this piece of the pie? Because I'm also not going to hold you four grand. I know it's not a lot for your work, but it's a lot to me. Nigga, what? So I'm looking at four grand just to talk for a couple hours. And they're going to edit. I don't have to edit nothing. They're going to do all that. They're going to do it. Run me the check. But, you know, if you offering me four grand, but homeboy over here with the shaggy gray hair is getting 50 grand. Like, now I have an issue. Right. Right. So I didn't have all the information, so I kind of was leaving that one alone. Um, but having more of the information, baby, you are wilding. You can't be doing this to folks. And then, no, <laughs> here's my thing. And I wonder if she was like, oh, they can't talk about it because there's an NDA. So my story is the only story that's going to float. Mm. I wonder if that's that had to be what it was. So she was like, y'all can't talk about it. So you can't contradict me. So I'm just going to tell everyone what's happening, because if you refute this, you're going to lose your job. Right. Um, Stop taking advantage of situations because you make things a lot worse for the next person coming in when you have been proven to be full of shit. And I'm saying this to everyone. Stop doing dumb shit. Hear me? (laughs) Stop. Stop it. Cease and fucking desist. All right. Because now the next voice actor coming in that might have reasonable requests can't even get their foot in the door because they about to be in chains sitting here at the table like this. Like, I can only do with this piece because you done took all the leeway and pissed on it, you dummy. 
what, what made me mad was I wanted her to be in the third game because, like I said, I'm a huge look. If you don't know, I'm a I'm a fucking nerd, uh, like period. And I, I love her voice. She has this like British kind of voice. is is a very beautiful voice, and it's distinguished when it comes to her in this game because I hear my bayonetta. But when you do shit like this, I don't feel bad that because of all the shit that you've started. Pre-sales for the video game went through the roof when the truth came out, mm -hmm. which I feel like is kind of fucking do because yeah, you gotta look. At, you gotta look at it like this: when you call for a boycott, you're fucking up everybody who was involved in the making of that project. You're fucking over the writers, the the artists, the designers, the fucking coders, like the people who actually make the shit work. The people who put money into the voice actors, like the people who fronted this project, because uh, to those of you that don't know, this game took seven years to make. That's a long fucking time to be working on something and you don't know if it's going to come out. And then at the tail end, you find the lead, well, the ex-lead voice actors trying to screw you over. And then the crazy part, KB, what made it more damning she didn't drop this story until like two weeks before the game came out. Yeah. And then, then, I, was like, I was like, the game's getting ready to launch. Why wouldn't you say something sooner? Why would you wait so now? You literally like tried to cut everybody off at the knees, but me being the person that I am, what I was, I was like, you know, maybe what's happening here is she couldn't talk about it until then because mm -hmm. again, didn't have the other pieces, just had her side of the story. And that's kind of the other thing that I've noticed we've started doing as like a whole. We hear one side of the story and we don't really wait for the other side. Uh -huh. And that's kind of a problem to me. And I don't want to say that, you know, I feel like the best way to say this is this. Treat the victim as a victim but do not treat the other side as guilty until you have the facts to do so. Facts. So if you bring something to me and someone has wronged you, I am, yes, going to accept that your version of events are your version of events to what's happening. And I'm going to treat you as that dictates. But the other party in this may not actually be the villain here. So... I'm not treating you like a villain until you move like a villain. Period. Now, once you move like a villain, you getting smoke from me. Especially if I'm actually in this story because I'm I'm the villain. Right. That that's my role. You're not taking my role from me. But you know that's wild to try and and then to know that they're offering you four grand per session. With a uh, minimum set, of bro. four sessions? A like, minimum. were they requiring you to move? Were you not going to be able to do other jobs in the meantime? Like, was this your only form of income? And you was going to have to be somewhere like that? There's pieces to that that I need to understand because you said that's not paying your rent. Right. Let me explain something to you. 16 grand is going to pay my rent. <laughs> 16 grand pay my rent for a minute. It pays my food. It would pay my invisible car note. 
I would go and get a car just to have a car note to prove to you to the no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. But you get what I'm saying. Right. And and, and you have to think about other shit like this, right? Not only that's just the game. You can go to conventions, you can go, you know what I'm saying? Not saying you got to, but there's so many other lanes that that would work out in your favor if you're the sole voice of this character. You know what I'm saying? And even if it's not huge, there are lanes for you to make money off of this. But now you you gonna be seen as that that chick that's probably blackballed from you know getting booked. <laughs> right. And not only that, but again, you made it harder on voice actors because there's already the acknowledgement that a lot of them don't get paid what they're worth. Right. A lot of them don't get the things that they should be getting. So it's not to say that, hey, you know, you didn't deserve maybe a little bit more, mm. but you want stakes in the company for what? You're talking. Right. You're talking. <laughs> right. You are right. doing something that you would be doing if you call somebody on the phone. If anything, mm. you reading a book and telling a story. My guy, you don't deserve stakes in a company for that. Now, if you help, yes, you help flesh out this character, but you didn't build her. Exactly. You're just a voice. I hate You're, to say it, man. So, um. Not even necessarily that, because I do think, especially if she's been playing this role as long as she has with it, like you had a part in her build, but you didn't make her. Right. She would still be her if another actor did, just wouldn't be like you were saying, you know, you hear it like that's my bayonetta. Right. You know, and yes, yeah, she has a part in that legacy for you, but that legacy does not dictate you being able to now hold a piece ownership in this this was on loan to you baby just like any other actress in, or actor in any role these characters are on loan to you they're not yours we as an audience may say hey you know what you see jack sparrow that's johnny depp johnny depp is jack sparrow it don't matter what else he in that was a terrible example for but he was the name <laughs> that popped into my head because when you see it worked, him, no. jack, right like, you know, you see Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. He has been in so many things, but most people, when you see him, Iron Man. Keanu Reeves, been in a thousand things. People recognize him for so much stuff, but when I see that man, that's Neo. Right. I don't see him as John Wick. He is John Wick. I don't see him that way. He was a uh, speed is one of my favorite movies. I love speed, That's but I don't see speed. him as Jack. I see him as Neo. Yeah. And even still, I wouldn't sit here and say Neo belongs to Keanu. No, Neo belongs to them twins. And there's mm -hmm. theories behind whether or not they stole that, but they ain't got nothing to do with me. As right. far as I, I know, know, Neo belonged to them twins. Right. Right. Allegedly, you know what I'm saying? That's, Listen, that's, until that's, you show me proof, like I just, right. until you show me proof, I can only go by what I know. Bruh, and did you, I man, know. That, that whole that whole situation is so fucking crazy because she claims that Terminator was also her idea, and she claims that the idea of the Matrix, well, the idea that there's the Matrix first and then Terminator is after the Matrix. Right, 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 right. I can see how it could work, though. I can see how it could work. 
because essentially you're just sending the avatar of agent smith to the real world via a machine covered in flesh to look like a human it could work i could see <laughs> don't when did the matrix come out 97 no 99 no i think 99 when think. did terminator come out 87 86 i'm calling bullshit i mean but technically they were books way before movies though they were they were but, but i see what you're saying though even if you look i don't think those books came out at the same time no probably not so i feel as though unless you're trying to tell me that everything was written completely in rever no whatever drugs you got though you need to talk to somebody because those are strong <laughs> uh, we we here at the podcast do not encourage drug use unless it's legal if it's legal knock yourself out i just said talk to someone i didn't say sell it mm, you bring up a valid point bring up a valid point what you do in that conversation is your business. All I know is that should not be street legal, whatever you got, because man, confidence is a hell of a drug, man. You better ask yay. <laughs> that segue though, the segue game is strong today. That was fire. Man, that was fire. I like that. So look. I feel like this topic could be labeled and forgive my uh forgive me for what I'm about to say to people who might feel uncomfortable with the N-word. I feel like this section should be called this nigga here, man. Is uh... so after all that shit, most recently, he decided to because you know Adidas said away with you. I don't know if you heard away about that. With you. <laughs> yeah, they said away with you. Um, and then he just rolled up on Skechers <laughs> unannounced. <laughs> and then <laughs> They had his ass escorted the fuck out. <laughs> As they should. First off, bro, let me just say this, and I'm going to let you have it, because I really want to know what your thoughts on everything are. Bro, don't show up in my shit unannounced. Don't look. Don't You not allowed to show up at my house unannounced, at my job unannounced, but you going to show up at my business unannounced after all that shit you did? He deserved everything that happened to him that day. But I'm, I'm gonna let you have it. What, what are your thoughts on the the anti-Jew speech, the classism, the savior complex, the George Floyd conversation? Just oh, what I, I know you and listen, y'all, before we even get into it, I brought this topic up to her early and she said she's just over it, which I fucking feel. I feel you. But I just genuinely want to know what your take is overall on this. First off, I want to start kind of where you started with this with Skechers. My parents, the people who gave me life, the people who continue to help me navigate through this life, even at my big age, they cannot show up to my house unannounced. <laughs> right. My sister, my favorite person on the planet. I would do anything for this child. I would shift the foundations of heaven and hell. Okay. I would 
it, if if it required me to reach into my chest and put my heart in hers for her, to, it would happen. There's no conversation need to be had. You need me to do it, bet, and I'm gone. Like that. That's my person. Cannot show up to my house unannounced. You got to give me at least two hours notice that you are coming to my space. Because if you do not and you just show up and test me, if you want to, you will sit outside. I will watch you on my camera. And you you better call me from the driveway and I'm going to tell you, all right, that's cool. You're going to wait these two and a half hours so I feel like letting you in. Right, man. You better go get some lunch and come back. Because you're going to sit the two and a half hours because that's my requirement. So you're going to sit the two and a half hours and I may not even do anything. It may like my house may already be clean. I'm going to sit here like this and just continue watching my TV shows until that two and a half hours is up. And then I'll let you in. Don't play with me. That is, I don't even want to say aside, but that aside, I am so sick of this conversation. I'm sick of this human being. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of his fans. I'm tired of his wife. I'm tired of his kids. I'm tired of Pete Davidson by extension. I'm tired of the whole Kardashian clan. Was tired of them before he got involved. Now I'm super tired. Like I got bags under my eyes. That's tired, tired. I don't want to deal with you. Mostly I'm just tired of this discourse because at the end of the day, it does not matter. And the reason that it doesn't matter is because it that nigga not paying me. He's not paying me. He don't pay my bills. None of these people involved pay my bills. If they did, I might care. I might. But even with that being said, the, the only thing that truly does irk my soul is that you can take everything else that he said prior to the, the Jewish slander. Mm-hmm. And there was no fallout. There, this is where it gets real weird to me because Kanye started Kanye in a long time ago when he said President Bush don't like black people. Mm. There was actually no repercussions for him saying that. Not for real. There was a lot of discourse. There was a lot of discourse. But no one actually went through and you can argue that, hey, these platforms didn't exist, this wasn't. But guess what? There also wasn't anything. He wasn't dropped from a label. He wasn't cut off from collabing with anyone. We just kind of rolled with it. Everyone rolled with it. Of course, the black community is not going. A lot of us felt the same way. So we're not going to say anything. But a lot of people who didn't look like us didn't really care either. There was just shock. But beyond that, they let it ride. Gets on here, he supports Taylor, I love you. Beyonce should have won. Again, they're shocked. But nobody's talking about cutting him off from anything then. Kanye been showed y'all he's kanye for forever. So why is this a conversation? Mm. A lot of people want to pretend that they are mental health experts First off, we don't know if this man is actually crazy or not. I can say crazy because I'm bipolar. Y'all know what I mean when I say this. I don't necessarily mean mentally ill. But we are not experts. 
we can't diagnose this man. He has said that he's bipolar. He has also said he don't take his medications. That is a him problem. That's for him and his therapist and whoever else involved for them to work out and diagnose. That's not for us. Leave that conversation alone. You can't do anything with that. You don't know that, man. Chill. But the think pieces, the dissertations, half of y'all didn't even graduate college and y'all trying to do diagnosis on folks. Shut up. Shut up. Shut yeah. up. Um, that's, that's my only thing is I keep hearing the whole, you know, when he was talking about George Floyd, when he said slavery was a choice, y'all didn't deplatform him then. So why should we care about this particular thing being said? It's two reasons. One, I do find it interesting that all of these partnerships didn't decide to cut with him until after that. That speaks volumes to how you feel about everything else prior to you did not mm -hmm. care. But the other side of this coin is I think people do have to remember that people who are in positions of power, the people who are running these companies, they probably fall more in line with. And there may be a couple of people with Jewish ancestry on these boards. Mm -hmm. And if they're on these boards, if they're the ones with the money and the investment, then what do you think they're about to they're going to walk away? We say this on small scale all the time when people get fired and dropped for racist comments, when they get fired and dropped for sexist comments, when they get fired and dropped for, you know, anti-LGBTQ. So all of these things, a company is going to sever ties with you when you bring too much bad attention to them. When people are looking at leaving their partnerships, they're going to let you go before they let their money go. So if big investors in these companies happen to be of the Jewish community, guess what they're about to do? Right. Defend that community. The investors don't look like us. Buyers look like us, but guess what? We were still buying that shit when Kanye was Kanye. In. Damn good point. And, and something I found interesting, like I was listening to Joe Budden talk about it, and he said this. Everybody is up in arms making videos about it and all this. It was like, I don't see a bunch of Jews doing that. All they did was like, oh, he said what? Bet. And that was the end of the conversation. All of a sudden, you just see everything move in the background. And I feel that. I feel that I, and I, I'm saying this publicly, I stopped fucking with Ye around the time the album Yeezus came out. I felt like that was a step in a direction I wasn't comfortable with. And when I started looking at certain things he was doing with a different set of eyes, I was like, you know what? He no longer represents something I stand by. So I, I have to, I got to let him go. I've, I've, out, I've outgrown him. You know, he, and, and it's, it's a tragedy, honestly, but it's like irony in it because he became the very person he was rapping about. In his first few albums, like the person that he felt was oppressing him, he now has become. And it's just so sad that he doesn't see it, you know? I was done with him, honestly, when the the Taylor Swift incident happened. Mm. That's when I checked out. Um, And it wasn't even... This is weird saying because a lot of people have brought it to mind. I don't like Taylor Swift. I don't. 
Um, nothing against her as a person because I don't know that child, but her music is not for me. And mm. I have personal beef with her that has not been resolved when she released that cover of September. I know. Like, I demand retribution. With the banjo or some shit? Bro, it was trash. <laughs> we need an apology for that. Like, that was so disrespectful to me personally. On like a personal level, I was offended. So, because you took all of the flavor out of that and replaced it with bland boiled chicken. Man. Um, but I, I was done then because it wasn't necessarily the incident. It was what came after. The apology did not come sincerely from him until, and I was it Jimmy Kimmel? I, I think it might have been Kimmel, who I also don't like. Sat and said, I just have to ask, how would your mom feel about the way that you handled that situation? And he cried. Yeah. And he said, she would have been so disappointed in me. She would have been so upset with me. And then he extended a genuine apology to her. But not too long after that, he again showed his, and that's the straw for me, because it was like, people have brought to your attention that you've been wilding since you lost your mom. And I firmly believe that when you don't handle your grief properly, it will change you into something unrecognizable. People don't want to acknowledge this part, but grief will take your heart and it, it it doesn't harden it, it will shrivel it. Grief will kill you. And it may not literally kill you, but it kills the person that you were. It kills your joy. It kills your optimism. It kills your hope, your faith. Grief will kill everything viable and good in you if you do not address it. And I don't think he ever did in a way that was healthy. And therefore, it ate him. Because mm -hmm. again, Ye was yaying before that. But it wasn't in a way that was purposefully harmful. Right. All right. Until after he lost the person that kept that in check. It's, it's it was a sad day when that happened and, and 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 to be honest with you i felt so sorry for him even when he released uh donda um i even with that release of him celebrating his mother i still had to stay strong with my convictions and be like nah i can't support this still bro because you're still in the midst of this donda album was when this whole Pete Davidson's situation was going on, you know, and all this extra. And I get grief in conjunction with losing your family can make you do some crazy shit, you know. And I pray that's something I'll never experience. But man, at some point, at some point, you have to take responsibility for your actions and quit saying, you poked the bear, you poked the bear, you poked the bear. Yeah, they poking the bear, but what did the bear do, though? You know? You know, when 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 the bear mauls the kid, you don't hear that the kid was poking them with the stick. And to be honest with you, nobody cares. Nobody cares. 
the fact that the ends d- d- will never justify the means in these situations. And he's going he's gonna to fucking learn it the hard way. And see, I don't like that analogy. Did she? Ooh, I struggled with that. Ooh, that was so bad. I don't like the analogy here only because I'm always in support of the animals in those situations because you knew better. And if a kid is fucking a bear, where the hell is your mother? Where's your father? Right. Like, you earned that mauling and the bear did nothing wrong here. The bear did what it was supposed to do. My, it, so that's why I don't agree with that analogy here. My thing here is that I will say that if you know that somebody is slightly unhinged, maybe don't provoke them. Yes. Because if you knowingly provoke someone who's like that, you're going to get what you're going to get. But in this case, I don't think that this was like they're knowingly provoking him. And I, the defense of him has been so crazy to me because... I, if y'all want to say, hey, you know, maybe he's not the greatest father, but Kim was keeping from him from it. No, no, she wasn't. At no point was she actually keeping him from seeing those kids. What she was trying to keep from happening was the exploitation of those kids in a way that there was no parental figure. Because he was like, you know, you got my kids on social media. You got my kids on social media. Mm-hmm. The kids are supervised on social media. You can think what you want about Kim as a person. That's fine. But you can't sit here and say that them kids were just sitting here wilding out. They were literally doing something that most kids in their age bracket are doing with supervision. I've never seen anything that a child should not be posting on the internet come from them kids. Because there was an adult there to make sure of that. Right. Your kid still has to have a life. Like he was wanting to enroll them school them kids in his school that is not happening now. Yeah, shut down. So had yeah. you moved them kids into that, what was gonna happen to the kids? And that's why she said no. But people are jumping down her throat over actually being a good like it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Cause again, I I told you I'm tired of them bras. I don't like them Kardashian folks. But right. I can also acknowledge that my dislike of them doesn't change the fact that she is, by all intents and purposes, doing what a mother should be doing and protecting her kids. She's letting her kids live their lives, especially right. the life that I'm not accustomed to. But she's also protecting those kids within those bounds. She's telling you, stop showing your ass like this. These kids are terrified of you. This man is hiding out in a house across from hers, and y'all are promoting yeah. this. That shit was wild. When I yeah, when I heard that, that was wild. That didn't sit right. And it, it it's like okay, we all know that that's not normal. We all know that that is not okay, and yet people were really out here condoning his behavior. Men were really out here condoning him threatening Pete Davis. For what? What did he do? I'm sorry. Are y'all are y'all not divorced? You have no rights to this woman's time, energy, money, body, none. Whoever's in her bed after you, that's their place. You have no place here anymore. So for men to really be out here, and there are some women which I also is I don't understand, but for y'all to really be on this saying like, yeah, he was in the right and he should in the right where they're divorced. Mm-hmm. They're divorced. 
know why I think you think that he's in the right? Because you think you have a right to go back to your baby mama every time you want some when you fuck with your new girl. You don't have that right either, sir. Sit down. Right. And what's crazy is he was saying that, you know, he made the Kardashians famous and stuff. And which is true. He did bring some kind of um, light to them. Attention, I'll say. He brought attention to them. The crazy thing is. I can't give him that. And I'm going to tell you why I can't give him that. I think that they were going to have that attention regardless. And he has said before, unless he was lying, because, you know, there's a lot to have to parse here. But he has said before that his net worth actually increased dealing with them. He right. didn't increase theirs. So I don't I don't think that that's true. He Well, I mean, in terms of being constantly in the media, because their stuff what they were they had a tv show before him right they but they weren't they were in, constantly everywhere i hated it they had a tv show but they weren't in like the fashion game and the makeup game quite yet they weren't before they had gotten together kim before kanye got over to there they hadn't that i do know that i do know for a fact and i, I can show receipts you're gonna no. have to we'll do that off because I, right. I don't remember that timeline because I definitely thought that that now I will say the uh the one with that was saving the world with Pepsi's her, I don't think she was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember their names. I, I just I know Kim. I, I got the you. one that was the, the one I, I hated when people were calling her Frankenberry. I hated when they were calling her that because I was so mad because I don't believe in body shaming nobody unless your spirit That's is ugly. Up. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But they was like pre-surgery and whatever. She, I was like, see, y'all don't bully that woman into surgery because she, I thought she was beautiful prior to y'all are assholes. But uh, like that, that's unfortunately how I remember her. Like I don't remember her name. I just remember the one that y'all bullied. Right, like that you remember people. Yeah, like I remember the one that y'all bullied, and then I remember the one saving the world with Pepsi's, and then Kim. I know Kim. No. And her daddy, Caitlin. Mom. That Caitlin. I remember Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. Because that sounded real rude. Like I, I was not meaning that to sound how it sounded. I just don't know how all of that works. Like I don't know if they call like I don't know what they call Caitlin. Hopefully it's not that. Hopefully it's not that. Yeah, like I don't I don't know if they still call Caitlin that. Like I don't know how that transition works for them. They're gonna be so like that's why the I other said sister. what I said. The the other the other Kardashian. Yeah, I don't. Well, Jenner. Not oh yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, because they, yeah. they never had the same name. Yeah, yeah. Now the um, the the funny part was he took credit for bringing them into the fashion world. Okay, but what was interesting? The whole reason that Kanye got into the fashion world was his ex, uh, the one that he brought up in in his college dropout album the one that broke up with him um the one that caused him to make that whole album 808s and heartbreak so it's funny you take all this credit for building up this white woman when a black woman built you up and got you in the fashion game and made you cool so that shit wild wasn't there a song that he had called gold digger in yes. which he talked and, about and you get how... on you ask for a white girl yeah yeah, he became the nigga he was talking about. He he became it, and he don't see it. He don't see it. We be bringing stuff full circle. Talent, 
That's it. You a beast, cuz. You a beast. You it? You it? Listen, I just... What I would love to do is to go to sleep tonight and wake up and all the Kanye discourse be done. I know that's not what I'm... I'm not gonna get that because the world does not love to grant me my wishes. Gotta get them Dragon Balls, cuz. Listen, I'm gonna find them, and if I do, he's the first one that's gotta go. There's probably a lot of other people who should, but he's gonna be first on my list. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put on my Infinity Gauntlet ring. If I come close Please. to this man, I'm just snapping on Like, you gotta go. Man, that's crazy. Cause with the Infinity Gauntlet, you could take half of everything. But what you can do, if you use the promo code LLC20 at the blurredsyndicate.com, you could take off 20% off your order. Just like that. See what I did there? So okay. make sure you go to the blurredsyndicate.com. Use my promo code. Don't use anybody else. Use mine. Because I want Wyatt to see that y'all are using my promo code at LLC20, which gives you 20% off your order. And if you're wondering how much that is, that's pretty much going to take care of damn near all of your shipping. So just keep that in mind. So go over there and get something. Those shirts are comfortable. As a bitch. So y'all know that I'm not exaggerating. I had I have some scars and not everything fits comfortably on those scars. So sometimes I'll be sitting here pulling and stretching and it, it those shirts I see here like this. Mm. I'm cozy and comfortable. Cozy. Get you a shirt. Cozy. Yeah, man. And you got what? some hoodies. If you're a big boy, you know he got the big boy sizes. If you if you're skinny like KB, they got the skinny sizes. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you go over there and support, man. Got some dope graphic tees. I know I got. I just bought the goddamn mouse pad. I'm waiting on my shit to get here, and um, I'm about to get the apron next because I, you know, I'll be whipping it in the kitchen. You know, that's how I got to be a big boy. I I very much consider getting the apron. I don't really wear aprons when I cook though, because mm, they they're so restrictive. They I, <laughs> I used to have to wear them at work, and I would never wear them the right way. I would always take the the top and flip it down. And they'd be like, what was the point? You, it's not keeping you clean. It wasn't going to keep me clean anyway, because let me explain something to you. I'm tiny. So what's getting ready to happen is your apron is about to shift all the way over here. And this is when I had support to try and hold it up. I ain't even got that no more. So, hey. But the aprons are dope, and therefore I want one. You know, so go support. KB, where can they find you on the socials? Uh, You can find my food socials. Yeah, right, pull up, plug it. Chaos in your kitchen. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. There will be more coming. I'm gonna have a website and everything soon, but I gotta get that in order first. Make sure you follow my dog. I did just bucket the camera for no reason, but make sure you follow my dog. Support. Give us some some feedback. Let her know what you want to see. Let me let her know what kind of content you know. What I'm saying you want to see on the tickery of top. And uh, if you want to follow your boy, you can go to the Instagrams at 2020 underscore podcast. Or if you just want to see shit on Facebook, go to the 2020 podcast LLC page. We all there. And uh, hold on, hold on. There's another thing that he does, though. Oh. You know those positive affirmations? Those, uh -oh. those pick you up and make you feel good oh, joints? Gosh. So not only does he do that, but he does that in like the most soothing of soothing vocal melodies. And those are on Patreon. So I need you to get at my boy's Patreon and make yourself feel good in the best of ways. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, I appreciate, you know, patreon.com uh, slash sir with two R's, S-I-R, if you want to support that. 
know what I'm saying? We got a tier that's just three bucks. You know what I'm saying? If you just want to stick your toe, see what you think. You know what I'm saying? And then if you want to upgrade, you can. So, yeah, make sure to support your boy. All right? Now, with that being said, I'd be remiss if I don't remind you to go follow the Blurred Syndicate on all your, your, your internet streaming stuffs, on the Facebooks, on the Instagrams, on the TikTok, too. Just support us because we just a bunch of black nerds, white, too, actually, and we just here to enjoy ourselves. We got Jeremy who's drawing. We be sipping. And As a matter of fact, uh, I believe tonight is the premiere oh, of our our boys gaming stuff. Yeah, the, the gaming podcast uh, premieres tonight, actually. Yes. So we got to get the fuck up out of here because we, we about do. to go support our people because that's what we Facts. do. Facts. 15 so, um, minutes. We yeah, so, in 15 minutes. So that gave me just enough time to go make some alcohol. Uh, I will see y'all next time. KB, any words before we go? Drink some water, bitches. Oh God, peace. Hey, this is Mystique. This is Mr. Everlasting. And this is the safe word. Safe word. Y'all make sure y'all join us every first and third Friday of the month. Every month. We are in season three. Season three. Y'all already know what it is, man. Tap in.